Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. On this rainy, snowy, sleety, depending on where you are, chilly Saturday morning. It actually still feels like winter out there today. But you know what? It's warm where we are. That's right. Dan Gross's show. We are back. We are live in living color on 98.7 ESPN. And we'll take you for the next few hours, as per usual, right up to noon Eastern. Then we hand things over to Anita, which is a busy, busy sports Saturday. Right here on 98.7 ESPN because we got a little Knicks basketball to come your way with pregame beginning with yours truly. We got the Rangers over on 10.50. They're in Buffalo tonight to take on the Sabres. That'll be a 4.30 pregame. Don will be involved in that as well. So a busy sports Saturday. And oh, by the way, yes, we are now a little over 24 hours away from Selection Sunday March Madness, the selection show. We find out who the field of 68 is going to be with the college hoops. We've got a couple of locals in action today trying to punch their ticket to the big dance. So we will be all over these festivities. Oh, love it. Love it. Classic. Best time of the year. Hope you've enjoyed the week of games with the conference tournaments and everything. you got a big one. I know that, that Fordham Nation is going to be out in Brooklyn this afternoon at the Barclays Center as the Rams and Coach Keith Ergo trying to continue their improbable run here in 2023. They're going to take on the Dayton Flyers in one of the A-10 semi-games. So Come, think join about that. The Come join the Ramily. Two wins away from the NCAA tournament. We'll see if they can get it done here. We'll be pulling for them. But a lot of things we got to get through. And as always, we welcome your input at 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. You know, we finished the show last night. Well, we get off at 10 o'clock. That's when the show ends. So what? That was 11 hours ago, and really not a hell of a lot has changed between now and then. And I kind of <laughs> let you know when we said goodnight last night that, you know, there probably wasn't going to be too many changes unless we woke up this morning with maybe some news that was emanating from the West Coast. Oh, I don't know, maybe Malibu, you know, thereabouts in Southern California. You know, a guy who, you know, has played football for a couple of years maybe trying to determine what his next path is going to be in the NFL. Will he or won't he? Does he or doesn't he even want to continue to play football? You know who I'm talking about. The former Packer quarterback. And the reason I say the former Packer quarterback, because it really doesn't seem as if the Green Bay Packers are all too receptive to having Aaron Rodgers back with them for another go-round. Because... If you really have uh, not been keeping up with the news over the last 12 hours or so, Mark Murphy, who's the president of the team, been there a while. You know, he handles a lot of the, you know, the behind the scenes, the business type stuff. You know, he's he's aware of what's happening football wise, but he's not the chief decision maker, but he is the president of the team. So Mark Murphy yesterday in he was at Wisconsin Green Bay, which is a, you know, higher learning institution, of course, in the state of Wisconsin. And he was making the rounds, doing some interviews with local media. And one of the interviews that he did was with ABC in Green Bay. 
And, you know, a wide-ranging interview, touched on a lot of different subjects. Certainly, you know, what's up next for the Packers. But you know what? You can't talk about the Packers without bringing up the quarterback situation. And most importantly, what is the fate of Aaron Rodgers? So, you know, one of the things that they were getting into was there's a lot of similarities between how things are unfolding right now with Aaron Rodgers and, of course, Jordan Love to how things went 15 years ago when Aaron Rodgers was in Jordan Love's shoes. And Brett Favre was playing the role of Aaron Rodgers as the, you know, multi-MVP, Super Bowl champion, aging quarterback who maybe was running out of time in Green Bay and a change of scenery would maybe have been better for all parties involved. And the Packers, once upon a time, wanted to hand things over to Aaron Rodgers, who was a first-round pick and who had sat for the previous three seasons waiting for his shot. And now fast forward to 2023, You got Aaron Rodgers, but Jordan Love is sitting there, who's a first-round draft choice and who has sat for three years waiting for his shot. It's funny how the similarities all align themselves. And the last part of this that could actually be similar and come true once again is that Brett Favre's ultimate destination ended up being the New York Jets. And Aaron Rodgers, if he's not going to be playing for the Green Bay Packers, his next destination is going to be, you guessed it, the New York Jets, but we still are awaiting any sort of an indication from the man himself. Because remember, the ball is in his court. He's the one that ultimately is going to decide things here. So Mark Murphy, and the Packers have been very tight-lipped about this whole thing, right? Remember, Brian Gutenkinst, who's the GM, spoke a couple of weeks ago at the Combine, and he essentially said, yeah, we haven't had those conversations yet with Aaron. We don't know what's going on. Wouldn't tip his hand one way or the other. But he did say that they were excited about Jordan Love. So now Mark Murphy yesterday doing this interview with the local TV affiliates out there. Listen to this answer in particular. You know, trying to draw the similarities between what's happening now and what happened 15 years ago with the Favre situation. Take a listen And tell me if you kind of catch maybe a word or two that's going to stand out from all the rest. Listen. Well, obviously, we're very fortunate to have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And, yeah, it was very early in my tenure, so I remember it very well with with Brett's situation. And, you know, um, it's kind of that happens in our game. You know, nobody, very few players play for only one team. and, you know, obviously, Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. And uh, regardless of what happens, you know, Aaron will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He'll be in our Hall of Fame. And we'll bring him back. He'll retire his number. And, uh, but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team. And, uh, you know, again, you want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? Brett had a great career here, which he did, right? Because he used to play. He's retired. Now he's got some other stuff going on, which is, you know, a lot more hairier than football, apparently. But then he said, Aaron had a great career here. That's past tense, folks. You know, you didn't have to get an A-plus in English class to realize, you know what, had is past tense. So if you want to read between the lines there, Mark Murphy basically coming out and telling you, you know what? Aaron Rodgers was a good quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, had a great career, Hall of Fame career as a member of this storied franchise. And, you know, that wasn't all. That was the only bit of audio that was made available there. He also did another interview. Like I said, he made the rounds. 
And I thought this one was even more telling when he, he was asked, is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? And Mark Murphy said, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out the way we want them, yeah, we would. He's obviously a great player. Work out the way we want them. Well, what they want and the way they want it to work out is for Jordan Love to be the starting quarterback and for Jordan Love to take hold of this offense and this football team. So that is what they're hoping for. Mark Murphy basically came out there yesterday and told the entire world if it was up to us, Aaron Rodgers would not be the quarterback of the Packers anymore. So that leaves two options, folks. Two options. Meaning, if he wants to still play football, great. And if he still wants to play in the NFL, he's going to be a Jet quarterback. He's going to be moving east. And he's going to be going into the AFC East. And he's going to try to lift this franchise, a place where it hasn't been in 55 years. 55 years, and that, of course, is the Super Bowl. And I don't know about you. You don't have to have a financial background, okay? You don't have to maybe be all on top of your personal situation when it comes to dollars and cents. But I'll put it to you this way. If you had $59 million sitting there waiting for you, and I don't care how much you already got in the piggy bank, if you got $59 million waiting for you, would you give that up? If you're still in relatively good help and, you know, if, if you're still able to do what you've been doing most of pretty much your entire life, would you just punt on $59 million, even if you might be a little quirky? I think the answer to that question is probably no. I know I wouldn't. And especially when you factor in a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's a prideful dude. I mean, he's spoken about this many times. I mean, he's a competitor. You know, you don't achieve the things he's achieved in his football life if you're not a competitive person. I mean, the dude went through a darkness retreat, for crying out loud. He didn't complete the all four days, but he still got through two and a half, had his salads. You know, digestive system worked pretty good. You know, he was the first one to disclose that information, metabolism, all that stuff. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're not giving up 59 million bucks. And oh, by the way, he's going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, which is rare for a guy who's reached the heights that he has, four-time MVP, Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, all those things. And yet he still maybe has to go prove it to some people. Like in this case, maybe the Green Bay Packers, because I don't care for the affinity that he may or may not have for the organization. And he's always going to be a Packer. But the Packers are essentially telling the football world and including him that we would like to move on. Now, I know that there's a lot of reasons for that. Economics, you want to begin the cycle, aging player, all those things. And they invested a first-round pick in a guy that they need to find out what they have because they're ready three years in, and they got to decide within the next year or two, okay, or is this guy got the goods? And if not, we need to move forward. But Aaron Rodgers is going to want to prove it to a lot of people who say that he's done, that he's washed, that last season, which, by the way, I think a lot of quarterbacks would have signed up for the season that Aaron Rodgers had last year, but by his lofty standards – you know, it was a little bit of a drop-off because he had the thumb injury and he maybe wasn't as productive as he was the previous two seasons when he was the NFL MVP. There's a lot of things that all add up that would fuel him to want to continue on and maybe see if he could take another franchise that hasn't had a lot of success, like, ever, and try to take them to parts unknown. And in this case, it will be the Super Bowl. We're just waiting on word from Aaron Rodgers. Now, both sides would tell you Packers have already said this. The Jets, it doesn't have to be said, but you can pretty much figure it out. 
they kind of would like to have an answer by the time free agency gets underway, which, oh, by the way, is in about 48 hours from now. The unofficial tampering period begins on Monday. Will we have finality? Will we have an answer? I don't know because nobody can predict what this guy's thinking. But what I do know is this is gaining some steam. This is gaining some momentum. Think about it. The guy where he lived all these years, they've essentially changed the locks. They've changed the locks. They don't want him back in the house anymore. They booted him out. Kindly as possible, but they booted him out. They even gave him like a card on his way out the door. But he's not welcome back at that home anymore. So now it's up to the Jets to open up their doors and welcome in Aaron Rodgers. You could stay here. You can have your run of the refrigerator. You can do whatever the hell you want. Just get us to a place that we haven't been in forever. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. This could be happening, folks. And I know we have to be patient here for a little bit, but Jets are also doing some things behind the scenes, which might also be continuing to lay the groundwork for a possible Aaron Rodgers acquisition. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on in the program. You're like, we've been talking, you know, getting everybody's opinion, you know, around here and, you know, people around the Jets, the people that cover the NFL and so on and so forth. I thought it would be a nice change of pace today to check in with our friends in Green Bay and find out, okay, what really is the lowdown? On Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, we all know we ran through the reasons as to why Green Bay would maybe want to move on. But, you know, let's get some feet on the ground, if you will. And so we're going to check in with my good buddy, Dario Melendez, sports anchor out there in Wisconsin. Really get the lowdown as to what are the Packers thinking here? Why and how did we get to this moment? And more importantly, do people there think that Aaron Rodgers can still play at a high level? So we'll talk to Dario coming up at 11 a.m., Plenty of your phone calls. Like I said, we got the basketball stuff. Nick's all of a sudden hurting a little bit. Jalen Brunson not going to go today against the Clippers, re-aggravating that sore foot. Will we see him at all on the remainder of this West Coast trip that has three more stops on it? We'll get into all the college hoops with the March Madness. We'll talk about the Giants, too, because let's not forget about them. All right, they got their big business out of the way earlier in the week where they got Daniel Jones to a new contract. They put the tag on Saquon. But the Giants got holes to fill, and they got some cap space now. And if they want to close that gap between them and Philadelphia and really those other teams in their division, they've got to upgrade the talent on the roster. So a lot to jam into the next few hours. We will do so with you at 800-919-3776. Dan Gross' show, it is a Saturday morning, right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Gross' show on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Lost in the euphoria of the beginning of our show today. Harvey Cruz and Joe Leo are here. They're producing the program. Always thrilled to be joined by them. Uh, you get me on Twitter, too, at Dan Grasa, G-R-A-C-A. We're taking it right up until noon, then Anita will then lead you right into Knicks basketball, Knicks and the clip joint. A little bit later on this afternoon from L.A., I'm actually going to be on the pregame. So we will reconvene again in a few hours. It's a lot of gra- It's It's almost too much Grasa. Over the last several days here on this radio station. I know that's what I signed up for, but I mean, it's, don't you think it's like overkill already? My gosh. We got a bunch of shows next week, too, because, you know, the, the Knicks are on the West Coast, so we get our seven o'clock time back, you and me, and I'm just kidding. We love it. We love it. Um, one other thing before we get to the phone calls. Like I woke up this morning, and uh, I'm scrolling through social media and seeing if you know any news is breaking or reporting or anything like that and and one of the things that's just like splashed everywhere as it pertains to the Jets is that everybody and their mother is reporting that the Jets have cleared up a little over 15 million dollars in salary cap space because they restructured the contracts of a few veterans DJ Reed like in Tomlinson uh, Tyler Conklin I'm surprised because I was texting with Tyler the other day, and he didn't mention anything about a restructured contract. It's a bad job by him. I'm going to have to get on him for that. Um, But nevertheless, like, people are all making this about, oh, it's it's in the bag. Aaron Rodgers is coming. They're restructuring contracts. They're freeing up all this salary cap space. Guys, do you realize that free agency is happening on Monday? The unofficial start a free agency it's not just the Jets look around the National Football League you know have you seen what teams like the Tennessee Titans have done have you seen what the Minnesota Vikings have been doing basically like cleaning out their old clothes and rearranging the furniture everybody is clearing salary cap space you know the Miami Dolphins have restructured contracts Tyreek Hill for example converting some of his money to bonus money and spreading it all out just so that they have some flexibility, and it's not because they're going to make a big splash or this or that. Everybody needs room, you know? You might bring in a player that doesn't cost all that much, but you still have to give yourself at least that little bit of cushion. Look at the calendar. Look at where we are in the NFL offseason. That's why this happens. So whether the Jets are clearing cap space for the likes of Aaron Rodgers or for guess what, breaking news, the Jets will bring in other free agents that are not named Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't even a free agent, too. That would be a trade. But the Jets are going to bring in new players other than Aaron Rodgers. So I wouldn't read into too much like the stuff that's happening this morning. And guess what? There's probably going to be more restructuring in the next couple of days. C.J. Mosley's contract is probably going to be restructured. He's got a huge cap hit for the upcoming season. So it doesn't mean Aaron Rodgers, and oh, by the way, people thinking that they have to sit there and clear gazillions of dollars to fit Aaron Rodgers onto the salary cap, that's false. Because even though he's entitled to $59 million this year, you know what his cap hit is for the upcoming season? $15.8 million. That's chump change. So they'll find a way to make it work. 
right? Joe Douglas, the Jets staff, they're not morons. They didn't embark on this whole journey and this whole process to try to see if they can convince Aaron Rodgers to come here without making sure that they had all their ducks in a row that they could make this thing work financially. Duh. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, if there's no news for about five minutes, everybody just, like, flies off the handle and says, oh, my God, look at this. It's happening. Aaron Rodgers. Stop. Look around the league. Everybody's doing it. I'll tell you, Tennessee next year, they're going to need name tags. You're not going to recognize anybody on that team, and I don't think I don't think they're done. Would it really shock you if Derrick Henry's playing for another team next year? Ryan Tannehill? I mean, they're they're gutting that squad, gutting it. All right, let's get to the phones. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the telephone number. Let us start it off with Marvin in the Bronx. He is first up here on ninety eight seven ESPN. Marvin, my man, good morning. How are you? What's, what's up, D? Look, D. First of all, I got to give a shout-out because it's that time of year to my alma mater, Fairleigh Dickinson. They're in the tournament. Yes, and I wish are. them well. And then, the other thing is, and then the other thing I want to say, um, the president of the Green Bay Packers was talking, to, was talking about um, Aaron Rodgers like my ex-wife was talking about before the divorce was finalized. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing is, I want to ask you this question, all right? Yeah. If he comes to New York, he's kind of a sensitive guy. That's my opinion. Hey, Green Bay media is not New York media. I don't. How do you think he will handle this media in this area? Fine. It's a whole different animal. He'll be great. And with that, guys, I want to wish everybody a good week and enjoy the, um, the selection Sunday. Marv, you be good. Great to hear from him. Marv coming with a little comedy this morning. I like it. Marv's working on his material. Um, He'll handle it fine. I, I, I get a kick out of that, too, because we've heard a lot of that for the last month, right? Ever since it was, you know, possibility that this thing could happen. He'll be fine. He's a smart – you can say he's a quirky guy, but he's a smart guy. You know? He speaks his mind. And when you speak your mind and you're honest, you got to go and back it up. That's all you got to do. And how many – you know, we and not just in the media, but fans – you know, they're so quick to get on guys who give you the cliche vanilla answers like Jeter did for 20 years. Tell you absolutely nothing. Wouldn't it be refreshing if you have a guy who's a little bit honest and forthright and gives you more than just maybe what you want to hear? I think Rodgers will be great here. He'll be fantastic. And oh, by the way, yes, I understand that the market size between New York and Green Bay is like apples and oranges. New York is the number one market. Green Bay, as I've said... Green Bay is the smallest market in all of professional sports. Smallest. But you know what happens in Green Bay? The Packers are it. It's the only thing. So even though that they don't have, you know, 50 reporters that are going to be at practice each and every day, the ones that are there, it's Packers 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. All right? If the Green Bay Packers sign a new gunner on special teams. If the Packers signed a new long snapper, for example, Sports Talk Radio in Green Bay, they're going to lead their show with that, and they're probably going to do two hours on it, comparing the new long snapper to the old long snapper and how the new long snapper potentially would stack up against the great long snappers in Packers franchise history. And then they would have on probably the Packers long snapper from 1979 on the program to talk about what it was like being the long snapper for the Packers 40-something years ago. So I think he can handle it. 
because he was in a fishbowl for the last 15 years where the Packers were the only thing that mattered, the only thing. Key is in Clifton. He's up next, 98.7 ESPN. Key, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Dan? First time What's calling up, in. Uh, not much, man. I always listen to Rothenberg, but uh, and shout out the company, by the way, before I forget. Uh, but I always listen to Rothenberg, but, you know, you're, you're great. You're great, man. Appreciate you. Um, so I just, you know, as a Giants fan, I want to talk about Rodgers. You know, I don't hate on the Jets. Um, you know, I hear all these Jets fans saying, you know, I don't want Rodgers. You know, they bring up Favre, talking about drafting. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, and the Jets haven't won basically when the Knicks had, you know, last one. And why would you not want Rodgers? Yeah, it might be a couple of years, two years, but, well, I mean, you get a big kick at the can. So I just, I just don't get it, man. Key, I'm with you, and I thank you for the phone call. We've gotten a lot of that over the last few days, you know, on more than one occasion. You know, last night somebody said that this would almost be like rock bottom for the Jets, which I thought was comical. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not going to begrudge, but how, how is the rock bottom? Rock bottom? You know, I under, like you could say something like that if you talk about a team that has been at the height of heights in professional football. Like, the Jets have been at the bottom of the bottom for the last dozen years. They've got the longest playoff drought out of any team in the league. So it's not like they have this wealth of success that they could draw back on. Anything would be an improvement. Anything. I mean, maybe some people don't remember. You want, you want to talk rock bottom? Rock bottom? I mean, I lived rock bottom following this team. You know, for those who remember the mid-90s and the two years of Rich Kotite, that disaster, that was rock bottom, where they won four games over a two-year period. Four games. And they're probably lucky to win those four games. And just the calamity of errors and the ineptitude. and on. You want to talk about rock bottom? I mean, we don't even have to go back that far. How about the 2020 Jets? You know, Adam Gase's last year. How about that disaster? And how much fun that was. Winning two games, and in hindsight, you wish they didn't even win the two games because it cost you Trevor Lawrence, right? How about this? If the Jets didn't win those two games, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> because Trevor would be the quarterback. And he could thank Braden Mann for that one, right? The game out in L.A. where the Rams were asleep for the first half of that game, thinking that they could just show up and beat the Jets, who were winless, and then the Jets got out to that lead. The Rams tried to come back in the second half of the game, and it looked like they were going to. And then it looked like they were going to break one on a punt return, and then Braden Mann sticks his hand out and trips up the guy and prevents him from hitting the goalpost. And if Braden Mann didn't get him, the Rams probably win that football game, and maybe we're having a different conversation. But things happen for a reason. But rock bottom? Rock bottom? Come on. Come on. You want to talk about the drought, just to put it in perspective, like he mentioned, you know, the Knicks. Right? Knicks haven't won in 50 years. Jets, it's been even longer. The way the Rangers-Stanley Cup was celebrated when they finally won in 1994, for those that are old enough to remember. And remember the chant that year when they finally did it? You know, and up until that point, all you heard was 1940, 1940. Right? 54 years between cups. Jets are even further removed from their last Super Bowl. Think about that, right? This is going to be 55 years. It's going to be 55 years. It's time. Don't you think? It's time. Long overdue. 
Let's make this thing happen. 800-919-3776. More of your phone calls. We'll also get into the Giants as well. What are their plans? Joe Shane and company, what should the plan of attack be as they get ready to embark on free agency as well? Dan Grasso Show. Remember, we're rolling until noon. It's Saturday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let me say hi to Mitch in East Windsor. He is up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Mitchell, good morning. How are you? Good, uh, Dan. How are you doing? I'm outstanding, my friend. What's going on? Hey, I really thought Aaron Rodgers would be a 49er. You know, he's from that area. He went to Cal. Um, it's, just, it's just surprising. You go with the Jets, you know, he's not going to be the first player to not finish out with, with a championship ring. You know, Dan Marino, he's stuck with, with one team, wasn't a big, wasn't a big bait. Babe, what the Jets should also do, since Colin made that big trade, and I, I don't even think I'm wrong with a CJ or, or Bryce Young, they drafted the Korg last year in the third round. Matt Car- Carroll, I, I would like to see the Jets. Not that I'm a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trade for him as, a, as for the future. Because it's not Mike White, and it's definitely not Zach Wilson. Definitely not him. Well, but here's the thing, though, Mitch, and, and uh, thanks for checking in. Aaron Rodgers would at least bring you a little bit more certainty than what the unknown presents when you have a young quarterback. I mean, the Jets took a couple of stabs at that over the last, what, five years, and they invested some pretty high draft capital in doing so, right? They tried with Sam. They traded up. Now, I know it was a previous regime, but they traded up to the third pick in the draft to get Sam Darnold. Didn't work out. Then they had a second pick in the draft a few years later as Lady Luck would be smiling down upon him again. They tried Zach Wilson. Didn't work out. So now they were like, all right, we tried the rookie thing twice. We're kind of done with that. We need a little bit more certainty. Let's go get a veteran. And right now it seems as if it has landed on Aaron Rodgers. Now Aaron Rodgers has to sign off on it, of course, but given where the Jets have been and given the way this roster is made up, like you could say right now, well, look, if the Jets on paper had the team that they had even going into 2021 – Robert Sala's first year, coming off the bad two-win season from 2020, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be even entertaining the idea of coming to the Jets because on paper, that team wasn't very good. You know? Aaron Rodgers wouldn't want any part of this team because he didn't think he could win with them. But this squad is a little bit different. This squad has a lot more talent than it did a couple of seasons ago. 
and they feel that they are only a quarterback away from not just making the playoffs, but maybe even doing some damage. And I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers probably can acknowledge the fact that, hey, this team is not half bad. Remember, they went into Lambeau Field last year and, and roughed him and the Packers the hell up. So I think you have to be in a position to where, yeah, we're good enough. We think we could win. We just need somebody who's going to be able to take us there. And they feel the veteran quarterback and a guy who's, in my opinion, one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time is the one to do it. We'll see. Chris is in Cape May. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Christopher, how are you? Good morning, Dad. How you doing? Good, Chris. What's up? Uh, you know what? It won't be breaking news for me because I know a lot of people agree with me that have called in, but I, I, I'm not even a Jeff fan. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I'm from the metropolitan area. I, I think this is a brilliant move for the Jets. I don't see a hole anywhere in it. You know, you, you get him in. So if you got him here for two years, I don't know what their plans are for Wilson, but if it was for him to sit there and, and mature and learn something from this guy, I mean, Jordan Love sat behind him for, what, four years? Now he's going to get his shot. I, I really don't see any holes in this at all. I, I would. I, I, it excites me. I'm not even a Jeff fan. It's an it's an it's an absolute no brainer, Chris. It is a no brainer, and I thank you for the phone call because again, where else are you going? You know, if you're the Jets, you're not playing a rookie quarterback this year. They're not going to draft a guy. They've been burned the last couple of times. You're not going to run it back again with Zach Wilson. That was apparent, guys. Remember, Zach Wilson was benched not once but twice last year. That's what they thought of him. So, uh, and, and that's another thing to me that's been kind of overblown a little bit here of late about this whole, oh, well, you know what? Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson are buddies. They text, they're friends, and, and Aaron Rodgers is the only guy who's going to be able to get greatness out of Zach Wilson. So, Zach is going to sit on the sidelines, hold a clipboard, listen to the plays in his little earpiece on the sideline wearing the baseball cap. And just by watching Aaron Rodgers for a year or two years, that now the talent that they saw as the number two pick in the draft is suddenly going to manifest and be able to shine on the field. Stop with that. Stop. You know? I mean, I could sit there and, you know, watch batting practice each and every single day, you know, when Mike Trout is in the cage. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to then one day just morph into, like, the greatest baseball player that we know. You got to be able to do it. There's so many different components here. You know, they gave Zach Wilson a shot. It didn't work out. And they could say that, you know, they're, they're not closing the book on him and they still believe this. But you know what? Their kind of dialogue has changed a little bit. And if you examine it, it's kind of ever so slightly being altered. You know, most recently when Robert Sala met the media, like I remember he kind of said, you know, somebody asked him about what Zach Wilson's future is here and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Robert Sala said, if it happens here, great. If not, then that's awesome too. Meaning, you know, so, so now they're actually publicly saying that, okay, well, maybe Zach Wilson is not the answer, and maybe Zach Wilson, just his best football is never going to happen here. And you know what? If I'm a betting man right now, that's probably the direction I would go. I watched the same games you have for the last couple of years, watched every single snap. And last year, things went south dramatically, dramatically. Is it to the point of no return? That's for them to decide. But as I've been saying, I wouldn't have a lot of high hopes for Zach Wilson either this year, next year, and I don't even think he's going to be the backup quarterback this year. He might be the number three. Because if, God forbid, something happens to Aaron Rodgers or whoever, why would the Jets want to throw him back on the field if they're so quick to replace him? Does that make any sense to you? Right? We don't think this guy's good enough to play, but yet we're bringing in somebody else, and if, God forbid, something happens to him, then this guy has to be the one to get on the field. No. I don't think it's going to happen. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. Here's Anthony. He's in the mail truck. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Anthony, my man, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dan. 
huge, huge shout out to the company. Huge. Um, but yeah, huge, right? So I wanted to uh, kind of reiterate Key's point because he, he, you know, he got me hot about something, and, and I'm not a Jets fan either. And I respect yeah. the Jets. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I really can't mm-hmm. hate you guys. Um, but my thing is, as, as well as Key's, is, like, if you don't want Aaron Rodgers, please tell me who you want. You want Jimmy G? It's kind of like the, uh, the uh, Giants situation. If they didn't get Daniel Jones, yeah, they would have franchised him. But if they didn't, if if they somehow didn't have Daniel Jones this year, who would they get? Would they get Jimmy G? Would they get Derek Carr? No one in this free agent market compares to Aaron Rodgers. Now, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, it is a quick pivot to Lamar Jackson. You're just giving up two ones, and you're paying him a boatload of money. And I understand you don't want to guarantee him all that money. I have a couple of my uh, friends at Jets fans. You know, they say, yeah, Lamar's an outstanding, amazing player, but he wants all this guaranteed money where he's not guaranteed to stay on the field and stay healthy every uh, week. And I, I believe you said it, or I, I heard it on the radio at some point in the past week that uh, Lamar has missed, um, maybe it was Dave, uh, the uh, DPH or Rothenberg show, um, Lamar has missed, uh, I believe, 10 games or something Over like that. Over the last two past- years. Yes, and and uh, Rogers has missed one. Um, I, I just I find it so crazy to me that some of these Jets fans are that delusional that they don't want Aaron Rodgers. Please help it make sense to me, Dan. Thanks for taking the call, brother. You have a great weekend, Anthony. Same to you, my man. Um, I again, I'm befuddled by it, hundred percent. And by the way, when you say let's set the record straight, a quick pivot to Lamar Jackson. See, that's where there's this misconception. It's not like, okay, turn the page, we're going to Lamar Jackson. Do you realize Lamar Jackson is way, way more costly than what Aaron Rodgers would be? Aaron Rodgers, okay, the money that he is due this year, that's Woody Johnson's checkbook. It's not yours, it's not mine, it's nobody's. The $59 bucks that he has coming his way, that's Woody's cash. It's only hitting the Jets for 15 and change on the salary cap. So that's all you got to concern yourself with as a fan. That is not very prohibitive at all. For a guy who was a MVP two out of the last three years and one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, okay. Secondly, if you go to Lamar, and, and by the way, Aaron Rodgers, like I've been saying this entire time, and I'll be shocked if it happens, and if it happens, you could get on me all you want. You're not going to have to give up a first-round pick to get Aaron Rodgers. All right? You're probably looking at a draft choice this year for the upcoming draft and then another one in 2024. Maybe there's going to be a player that goes the other way too. I don't know. But you're not giving up a first-round pick. Everybody that's high on this, oh, it's not worth Stop. The guy's almost 40 years old. Packers don't have a lot of clout right now. They're not in a position of authority when it comes to leverage. All right? It's either the Jets or nobody at this point. Joe Douglas is not going to have to give up a first-round pick. The pivot to Lamar Jackson – That has to be two first-round picks because he's got the non-exclusive franchise tag. So it begins and ends with two franchise picks. Oh, and by the way, a boatload of cash. A boatload of cash that's going to count pretty good on your salary cap. So those are the type of commitments you're going to have to make for just pivoting to one Lamar Jackson. Keep that in mind. 800-919-3776. That's the... 
telephone number. We come back, we'll get into some giant stuff here and see what's up their sleeves for the upcoming offseason. Dan Grosser Show. Remember, we're rolling until noon right here on a Saturday on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get some Giants next hour, as well as the New York Knickerbockers. Remember, we'll get the Green Bay, the Wisconsin, the Packers side of the Aaron Rodgers tale coming up at 11 a.m. My buddy Dario Melendez from Wisconsin joins us to see how the folks out there are rationalizing things in the possible transition of power from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love and really what the... Final word on number 12 is out in Green Bay. So we'll have all that for you between now and 12 o'clock. Big trade yesterday, late afternoon, a little before we started our show last night. Little let's make a deal at the top of the NFL draft. I know the draft is still, you know, about a month and a half away, but still, you can always look ahead. Chicago Bears, you know, there were some rumblings that maybe they would move the number one pick. It was all centered around just really and truthfully, how do they feel about Justin Fields, right? Is he somebody that this regime still wants to move forward with? Do they still feel confident that he's indeed the guy? Because if so, well, then you might as well shop the pick, get some more assets, continue to beef up this roster. And that's what Ryan Poles and company did because Carolina are the ones who jump on up and now the Panthers will be picking first overall in the upcoming draft. And not too big of a shock from a Carolina standpoint, because remember, when Derek Carr was looking for a new home, and the Panthers were one of the teams that he met with out at the scouting combine, I had said that I can't see Derek Carr in Carolina being a match, because if you're Frank Reich, who just took over there in Carolina, why would you want to go the veteran quarterback route again? Right, that's what got him fired in Indianapolis when they just kept going on and on the old quarterback carousel. It seemed like on a yearly basis to where it blew up in their face and then he was out of a job. So now he's going to Carolina. You start fresh with a new guy. And now they're making a big-time commitment. Hey, they must love somebody because you don't give up the assets that they did if you didn't have one player specifically targeted. You know, I know that if you're picking first, you could do your homework and then come to the best decision. I don't know about that. I, I, I think they know who they like, and that's why they're going to pounce. And you talk about pouncing. Number nine pick, the number 61 pick. So that's a first and a second. Then they also gave up their first round pick in 2024, second round pick in 2025. And that's not all. If you thought that that was a pretty impressive haul already for the Chicago Bears, no, 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 no. Panthers also threw in DJ Moore, the young wide receiver who becomes automatically number one on the Chicago Bears depth chart and a weapon for Justin Fields to use in the passing game there. So think about that. I mean, that is highway robbery for the Chicago Bears. That's a tremendous move. And you know what else is great about this? If you're Chicago, all right, let's just say for whatever reason. I mean, funny things happen. You can't predict the future, right? 
if you're Chicago and Justin Fields, let's say, isn't the guy, or if Justin Fields is unhappy because, you know, maybe down the road they start to talk about working out a contract extension, they can't get it done. Like what's happening now with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, for example. And then Justin Fields says, all right, trade me. Well, if they have to have a parting of the ways, look at all this extra draft capital that the Bears have now which they can use now to maneuver to go get that next quarterback if they see fit. So brilliant, brilliant move for the Chicago Bears. And if you're Carolina, you know what? Got to get right. Got to get right. Whether it's C.J. Stroud, whether it's Bryce Young, whoever the hell you're picking for, get it right. Because as we sure as hell know in this town, if you take a quarterback that high and it don't work out for you, it's going to set you back. Gonna set you back. Chris is in Staten Island. He's up next here on 98.7. Christopher, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Thanks so much for taking my call today. What's up, Chris? Uh, Just wanted to talk a little bit about the Jets and touch upon some of the points that you brought up earlier. For one, I absolutely agree. Zach Wilson, um, he's not the guy here. He got, like you said, benched twice last year. But the other issue with the Zach Wilson thing I don't think people are really even thinking about is take a look at his teammates. Not one teammate has come out and said, Zach Wilson is our guy, and we believe in him. It's actually on the other side. You have Sauce Gardner out there who had a tremendous year. He's out there begging. He's starving. He wants a guy like Aaron Rodgers to come in and help this team. We all know how Garrett Wilson felt about him last mm-hmm. last year. He's starving for a quarterback. So, you know what? I think that for the Jets, yep, they, did, they, uh, they swung and missed. But um, you know what? If you got to go in for Rodgers, that could kind of go away. I think Joe Douglas has done a tremendous job with the uh, the draft. And I think going forward, he's definitely our guy. But even with Rodgers, and I'm sure you agree, Aaron Rodgers, is, is, uh, he's a tough personality. And he, a lot of times, is really pretty much a me person. He's a me guy. I don't know how great he's going to be in a locker room. Um but you know what? The bottom line is, as a GM, I would have to sit there and go, does this guy make our team better? And he absolutely does. No one's going to love that guy more than uh, Brees Hall when he comes back because you can't stack the box. You can't have eight up front. He's going to have a tremendous year. Um, so with that being said, um, the other issue that the Jets could have, even having Rodgers, and I'm sure Rodgers probably touched upon this point, was – What's his offensive line going to look like? That Mm -hmm. offensive line was in shambles last year. Uh, Connor McGovern, he's a free agent. Lakin Tomlinson clearly is not playing up to his contract at all. ABT, he was a stalwart on that line last year. But that's really all that we had. I I see Mekhi Becton. He's showing off all his pictures. That's fantastic. But you know what? I got to see you get on the field to make a difference and play 17. So what are your thoughts in regards to that? Chris, good phone call. A lot of things that you touched on there. Let me get a quick break in. We'll come right back. I'll check off everything that you just ran down. And then, like I said, I want to get into some giant stuff here, and then we'll transition into the basketball, not just with the Knicks, but St. John's making a change yesterday, too, and really where college basketball stands in this city right now. We're also some things that we need to examine here moving forward. Dan Grosser Show, we got two more hours here on this Saturday, right here on 98.7 ESPN.